0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast, in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate.
1: My name is Chris O'Connor, and I think you can find my old Tumblr
2: at I Can't
1: See You, which is slightly different from my Instagram <laughs> of Stick Can't See. But I I I think is it I can't see you or I can't see you very well. Ah well, whatever. Tumblr, doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> Can't remember it very well. Um so yes, thank you for I mean, so did the did the Daredevil reference come after
2: that or was was the you didn't want to do the Daredevil reference in the Tumblr? Has
1: the Daredevil I, reference always been in it? The Daredevil reference has been there for a long time. Um I think I've been using Stick as an online moniker since 2000 Six or f- okay. five, I, I um, on a website called Bullshido.net, which is a website devoted to uh, rooting out bullshit in the martial arts, uh, I am an admin, <laughs> I haven't done anything in there in a long time, but my original screen name there was Dai Tenchi because you know, I'm a big weeaboo, uh, and so that's Dai Tenshi uh, Archangel. But mm-hmm. I got tired of that after a while, and somewhere around 2005 or six, I changed it to stick. And so stick, stick can't see, stick can't see very well, and also just I can't see or I can't see. Every... And spoiler alert to people listening, I'm legally blind, um, so I literally can't see very well, um, and <laughs> I make that
0: a thing on the internet. Oh, amazing. It all it... relates back. Yeah. yeah, 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 and I feel like that relates between Daredevil and and Ninja Turtles, right? Because isn't Ninja Turtles Ninja Turtles
1: there? like their origin story is? Yeah.
0: is the Daredevil origin
1: story like you know in the in the first comics where they they get hit with the ooze? There's a kid up on the street who have like helped an old man not get hit by a truck that spilled chemicals, and the chemicals also went down the drain. So in universe, they're there with Daredevil. Uh, right. Unfortunately. They only ever end up with Batman because of like copy and intellectual property and the arrangements that have been made. But the Ninja Turtles are supposed to be in universe
2: with Daredevil. So there you um, go. Make it happen. Make I it happen. I mean, there. it's Somebody it needs also there Like you know, Foot Clan, Hand Clan. It's yeah, the yeah. Foot yeah. The Splinter hand,
1: Stick, yes, yada yada much, yada. Yes. It's all. So it's it's very much modeled so. after Frank Miller's Daredevil run. Yeah.
0: All connected. Um, so today we're talking <laughs> Hashtag about...
1: Hashtag, it's all connected.
0: <laughs> we're talking about minute 153, which is going to start with Lois Lane opening her bedside table. Um, there's some some goodies in there. Uh, and then... There's the some emotions. With, <laughs> there's some emotions so in that drawer. The mother box out of its casing to then prepare for the revival of clark kent which is who Lois a was thinking mother about box yeah a mother box <laughs> it's all connected we're getting there <laughs> everything we talk about it will somehow uh be connected in some way we we're um,
1: human beings we can find patterns and make connections where they are not necessarily there but yes they are
0: it's like poetry um there so uh, you guys were were talking bef- before we started recording. So there, there is a pregnancy box in this uh, in this drawer here. Pregnancy a pregnancy test.
1: Yeah, a pregnancy box preg- would be a pregnancy different thing. Box is a I don't pregnancy minute.
2: box?
0: Dang, Does like <laughs> confetti come out of that. If depending on the pregnant, <laughs> a pregnancy box, a, a pregnancy test, a box, a pregnancy test box. Yes um, it's not. Uh for the brand uh force majeure, which force majeure. Is a legal
1: yeah. term that one of you has pulled up on the yeah. Googles. What does it mean again? Um uh, it's like an somebody... act
0: of force, uh, you know, that... I'll give you
2: the exact definition. Yeah, read um, read it off for us. It's purpose it's actually a clause um okay. in, in legal de- de- defining terms um, and its purpose is to relieve a party from its contractual duties when its performance wow. has been prevented by a force beyond its control. Okay, that so is an act of god.
1: That is an interesting term and right. the worst possible term to put on a pregnancy test.
2: Holy shit. Yeah, you would think it would be for the other side of so, the thing, right? Like not So to be clear, mm-hmm. not an
1: actual brand of pregnancy tests because what idiot would put that as the brand name on their pregnancy
2: test? yeah, it's like they got the 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 card like they only had two cards, and it's like the same company making the two 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 products and they had two note cards It's like, well, which one is supposed to go and they like they mixed them up on it like man, <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's the best this name is the for test it.
1: of whether or not yeah. the
0: party has a, a,
2: a broken its contractual <laughs> obligation
0: ah. This pregnancy test actually makes you pregnant. It forces it out.
1: Um,
0: but I'm just so glad you guys brought that up. Um, yes, it does mean that. I, I understood it as like kind of an act of God, like things out of your control kind of thing. Well, that'd um, be the Deus
1: Ex Machina uh, pregnancy test, which would also be a shitty brand name for a pregnancy test.
2: <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> keep it on open, just in my in my bathroom. Okay somebody just sure. opened it. there's there's the a yeah. box it says
0: Deus Ex what is yeah. this <laughs> it's a uh, uh, boy we can um, how, how the best <laughs> act of God, best God. To... why to you unpack that what how do you mean act going? of God you
1: you performed an act and it had a result
0: yeah. and it had a result <laughs> Um, it, it's nice that you guys brought this up of course it is like a D, like it's an in-universe DC brand thing I mean we have cities called Metropolis and Gotham instead yes. of Manhattan and Jersey City, sure, but um, sure. it's that we have this fictional pregnancy test that's labeled this, which is not the first time we've seen something in writing in her apartment that uh, references something else. So um, in her kitchen, she has the La, La Frederique poster, which yes. is something we talked about in Batman v Superman, yeah. which meant peaceful ruler. Um, and so that was behind Clark Kent while he was watching TV because it was like that thing you know, with all the politics going on is, is he a good person or this omnipotence conflict? Um, and so the, having that peaceful ruler was like a bit of yeah. a, um,
1: I sure hope whoever has the power of God is a nice guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and being a bit of like, that's a paradox. It cannot happen. Right. Just, and I like, sure so hope he's like thing. cooking sunny side up eggs shirtless in some babes apartment. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: Absolute power F- corrupts. Absolutely.
0: Yes, uh, and so yeah, this force majeure has has to be a, I guess, somehow tied to, um, I don't know, bearing bearing the child of Superman. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, some... we're
1: we're all having fun with the, you know, the 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 words, which is, you know, again, uh, marketing specialists out there don't name a pregnancy test force majeure uh, or any <laughs> other Latin or term maybe like
2: why matter. like Just why the... did you do that? Like, there's got to be well, a reason other than. I...
1: I'm sure I'm sure like in the writing and you know whoever made that choice is like he this is funny um but I mean like the important part the important part the the part that as the audience we should take away from this is that is that is confirmation of Lois Lane and Clark Kent were trying to have children it's like not I... only not only is she grieving the loss of her love but like her and her love who were actively trying to hat to procreate and to have kids
0: and I think she she is. I think she took the pregnancy test because she is pregnant. Oh um, from the bathtub scene from the last movie. And so like <laughs> that moment there be, being such a romantic moment and you know, that was the moment that, you know, she is now um pregnant. With and Preptonian. uh yeah. And then you'll see at the end <laughs> she, of this she is movie. With they're carrying like the bassinet into the house because they they rebought the house from Arthur Kent, and so Lois Lane is holding that their bassinet, and it's like, oh yeah, uh, this, it's happening. I missed that at the end. Well, oh, I guess yeah. that's
1: something for you to talk about in a later minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. you have to rewatch all four hours again to catch <laughs> it. <laughs> no, um, but yes. So that that's this whole scene where you know if we look at yesterday's minute and then compare it to this minute, you've had, like this loss, but then this birth. Uh, and so that ties into the next scene: Mother Box rebirth Clark Kent. So this is this is how we get here. Um, solid editing,
2: honestly, and uh, you you know, because <laughs> it fits.
1: I, I I love I love you know the Superman theme. I love I love Hans Zimmer's work here, and I love I love how simple it is. And like I wish. I could play like just a little bit of piano. Cause if I could play just a little bit of piano, I feel like I could play this part and I I love it.
0: Yeah. And if you try it and you fail at it, you might end up just creating Lex Luthor's theme instead because it's
1: just
0: a a, a minor (laughs) key. Yeah. yeah, Just dissonant version of it. Um, So yeah. And uh, here we, here we are seeing uh, cyborg grabbing that the mother box, The the last mother box, the mother box of man, he has it here. He's going to start preparing it for the Genesis Chamber or what remains of it. And then you'll see Arthur Curry taking Clark Kent. And I guess almost like a baptism, like putting Clark Kent's body back into this Genesis Chamber. My question
2: here is, um, why is Batman so hands-off in these moments?
1: Because he's weak. He's the weakest person there.
2: Oh, I didn't even take into consideration, like, having to pick up Clark. Oh, my God. He's
1: literally the weakest person in the room. Literally dead weight.
2: Yeah, and...
1: Yeah. I mean, this is all his idea, but he is the least physically capable to do anything.
0: He cannot do anything. He can't... I mean, he he can,
1: but it would be embarrassing. Like, can you imagine if you're Batman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman and, and even the Flash are like standing there and Cyborg are all standing there and you're like Batman and you're like, no, 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 I've got it. And he yeah. like works really hard <laughs> to lift the casket and like puts it on his shoulder and like does the, the CrossFit thing down the steps. And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And he gets it down there and he's like, oh yeah. I'm friggin' strong, and everybody else in the room is just like,
0: "That would have, yeah."
1: <laughs> golf clap, Way yeah. You go, Bruce. Wow.
0: I didn't. It would have been another his, workout scene. Like, for how, much how much weight, weight it was. was?
1: It's just like, wow, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's, you really so, showed us. That's,
1: that's why he stands there. Because I mean, come on, why? Why would you do that? Aquaman could do it with one hand. Wonder Woman could do it with one hand. The Flash, uh, well, it'd be complicated. But he could do it really quickly and easily.
0: <laughs> yeah, he said I did the same thing you did. It just I made it. I made it Very go by quicker. Very yeah, good. yeah. So that nobody would notice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, I, so they said, well, if we're gonna show a shot of Batman, he has to look really good in this shot. So yeah, it was just he's
1: he's a manager. He, he's yeah. managing the situation. Super, supervisor. supervisor. Yeah,
0: supervisor. Yeah. So, and, and so we have a little shot of Batman overseeing the operation here. And so, yep. and then this is the other thing I was talking about. Very on much Monday. a It <laughs> just delegates, delegates. That's all you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that his thing in, in, in the justice league animated series, He just pays <laughs> for the watchtower. He doesn't actually want to be a part of it. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. Every, everything the justice league has Bruce Wayne pays for.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, um, Arthur Curry, I, I talked about it, him wanting to be a, you know, he's part of this group because he does care about the planet, the earth itself. Um, and so that's why he's, you know, the reluctant hero, but he does it because ultimately he does care about this planet over everything else. And so he's here and he's like, you know, this is a crazy plan. Um, and then his only position here in this operation is like, well, I can lift things. I'm really strong. So he's a pallbearer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he ends up becoming. Um, they said, well, someone has to get in the water, and they all yeah. look at him, and he says, oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's going to get wet, it might as well be Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. It's the only one with waterproof armor?
1: Yeah, everybody See? else's costume, when it gets wet, it's kind of like a hassle, but for him, it's like, no, 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 this is good. Yeah.
0: It's made out of like real like frog skin, so it's, <laughs> it's water-resistant. Um. Yeah. And so here, I do think he looks fucking awesome.
2: (laughs) It's Jason Momoa. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like. uh, Yeah. Like doing the whole like carrying the body and like being a somber Jason Momoa. Like almost as if he is kind of like in that funeral mindset. He does a really good job at whatever he's doing on screen Mm. in this minute. Let me tell you, like, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Always you know, I,
1: c- I could imagine like it-, it would be cool to have Jason Momoa carry my casket. That's
2: what I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I die.
0: <laughs> Let me see if I can get that on on, on cameo, right? Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> I don't have much time left. <laughs> can you come to Iowa for my funeral will be? <laughs>
1: and do that meme like you know the, the like the dancing like in africa thing like you know the, the oh yeah whatever the song was it's just like oh, he's dead. i was
0: just you know i was just thinking about that meme like i think it was yesterday and i was thinking whatever remember when the internet was crazy about those pallbearers yeah, <laughs> yeah. good stuff good stuff and then, that, and was then a, my... that was
1: a wholesome meme
0: my brain was like getting conflicted and, and like, I was trying to remember that exact meme, but then I kept thinking about like the, I think you should leave like people falling out of caskets. Oh yeah. <laughs> bit. And I was like, it's not no brain, not that bit. The, the Paul bearers, the, the people, it was, it was an EDM song or something. It was playing. Like I was really trying to remember, like there was a meme about this. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, here we had we here here we we lay down Clark Kent into this into his uh, and he was buried with a picture of his father, of, a picture uh, of, 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 pa of Kent of Robin Hood.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, Robin Hood. Uh, listeners, uh, you know, none of you will 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 know this or get this, but. Like I I, uh, before recording these minutes with these guys, I thought I was going to be recording today uh, uh, episodes for Robin Hood Men of Thieves Minute, which you can also check out and I'll be on eventually. But I wasn't recording that today. So I'm a dum-dum who watched the wrong movie the night before, which is fine because Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is still a great movie.
0: Yeah. And I was just on it as well with Travis Bowe, who's the host of that one. So, uh, yeah. Robin Hood Minute of Thieves. Travis will be on this. I, I believe Travis is two weeks from now, so wow. he's like the next one. Well, it all it's works like, out then. All right. Yeah, yeah. We got Chris right now, and then next week is another guest, and then the week after that is Travis Bo, host cool. of cool. Robin Hood Minute of Thieves. <laughs> um, so, Time fee- um, but while we're talking about other shows, um. Chris, I wanted to talk to you real quick about Geek by Night before we wrap up today's episode. We're in the middle of the week here. And, you know, this has been kind of a long journey for Nick and Cass and Scott as they worked on Geek by Night. But you as well voice one of the main characters, Jeff Gibson, arguably probably like one of the, yeah, like the main protagonists. You kind of start to show off with, well, I, with Jeff Gibson because he has like kind of the biggest arc in the show. I don't mean to speak for you. Um, yeah. But he starts off as like this rough around the edges type of character. Yeah, um, he he the,
1: has he has the most he has a lot of growing to do, and it's like the most obvious growing to do. Um, exactly. And, and uh, you know i i've been I've been playing this role since two thousand seven eight.
2: I don't remember mm-hmm. when
1: we originally started, when we first started, but I, I've been doing this since then. So it's been like fifteen years, and we're uh, we're closing in on uh, on releasing the final episodes and finishing this story and it's been a, it's been a lot of fun.
2: Talk about time's yeah. flat. I mean, yeah.
1: It really 15. doesn't feel like it was that long ago and yet clearly objectively according to the calendar and, you know, the passage of time it, yeah. it has been.
0: Yeah. And so uh listeners of course this is doing genre uh this is a, a show that is produced by Scott Corelli, Nick Menes and Cass Fredrickson. Um this Geek by Night story is just amazing um I, I call it an audio drama, but it's, 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 it's everything yeah. is comedy. It's, it's got all this good nerd Lord, uh, like nerd references and stuff to it, but about these, um, comic book, um, owners or comic and they work at me but then they eventually open up underdog comics and they become superheroes accidentally. And so it's a bit of a superhero show with all this nerd stuff in between I'm, and
1: a bit of a, it is, yeah, a big time. Yeah. A, the point of it is that it's a, you know, a superhero show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but um, you know, you guys had an an original iteration of Geek by Night, and then there was a reboot of it, and so you guys got to do it over again and bigger and better this time. And um, I was wanting to ask you, Chris, like this character Jeff Gibson, you know, growing as a superhero, and then growing with this character voicing it. How is like your influence, uh, you know, as as a as an actor, even though you know you just you're voicing the character of course, you're you're handed a, an amazing script by Nick and Scott and Cass. But what has that journey been like for you as this character transforms? and how have you kind of um, I mean, I, steered I' the ship of that character?
1: i I felt like I could relate a lot to his situation and a lot of the the sort of the growth that he had to do. Um, you know, I talked a little bit earlier in this specific episode about like my early internet days of like in two thousand and three. I joined the website. Uh, bullshido.net, which is a portmanteau of bullshit and bushido. And so, you know, it was a very rough and tumble space on the internet where, you know, if you disagreed with somebody about whether or not a martial art worked, it's like, well, where do you live? I live here. And we literally got together for throwdowns. We, we called them uh, McThrowdowns before, when we, it was originally McDojo.com, but then McDonald's, like, fucking suit us Um, and and so i was deeply involved in a part of internet culture where we literally got together and punched each other in the face um to sort of settle our differences about whether or not this worked or this didn't work um and and you know you you sort of understand like uh, as a young man um who was willing to travel uh to to strange cities and meet strangers that i've never you know that I've only known online and engage in violence with them it's stupid. It's, it's, <laughs> this is stupid It was a stupid thing to do, but I did it and um you know, if I was willing to do that in person and sort of be involved in in that kind of physical violence um and 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 engaging with those people there, you have to imagine that the things that I said on the internet were bad i I've I've, I've I've been in Ugh, man, I don't want to bear too much of my soul but
0: no, no, no. Of course not. I mean, we all. Yeah. I mean, the point back... is, <laughs> the... I could really
1: relate to this guy's need to understand uh, that what he was doing was hurting people, and that that mm-hmm. uh, he needed to grow and change, and that. The things that he was doing that was hurting others wasn't making him better, wasn't helping him uh, sort of improve his life and his lot. And and he wasn't um, being a positive influence in other people's lives and being a positive part of the world. And, and, and you know, you need to there, there comes a point, I think, for a lot of uh, young people, especially young men, um, where you kind of come to this realization. It's like, well, I can either keep being an asshole uh, or not. You know, I can, I can, you can change. You can always change and you can always work to be better. And uh, that's, that's been Jeff Gibson's journey. Um, mm-hmm. Is like he starts the show in this place where he is uh, kind of a, a crass, crass little asshole and he's mm-hmm. got to figure out how to, how to uh, crass deal hole, if you with will. it. Yeah, a crass hole. That's a good word. Um, uh, how to work and deal with other people, and to be a better person and be a better uh, influence on uh, on the people around him. And he's he's you get to see him at, or hear him in the show sort of evolve over time and and become a better man. And uh, I can I can relate to that. That's
0: inspirational. Yeah. Like like superhero stories should be. And so that's why Geek by Night has been such a great story to listen to all this time. Because you can hear the transformation of these characters um, that they've written. And it's it's quite it's just magnificent work, this this whole reboot series. And um, listening to now the final season on the Patreon, you get bonus episodes. So, you know, hint hint if you support dueling genre, you can listen to the, the final season early. But yeah, Jeff Gibson is has gone through this really transformative uh, journey uh in in geek by night and um it has has the has the words of jeff skips jeff gibson have, have they come back to you in a way have you read into him and like hey, it's actually pretty good actually yeah is it has it applied backwards towards you
1: i mean it's um you know sort of the the journey that he's gone on in the show is a journey that i you know thankfully went on much earlier uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, I, I went on a similar journey. Um. But uh, it was it was you know a little different. But I I could I could easily I could really relate to it because I mm. sort of seen that in myself and come because you gone realism. through it. Yeah, I'd kind of gone through that, and and I you know I was able to spot. I, I was able to see myself in that character, and and able to make those. Uh, changes and those emotions and you know some of his his monologues and his dialogue with other people about where he's coming from and what he has to say and and why he feels the way he does has, has been stuff that i was able to relate to
0: yeah yeah uh, just fantastic stuff so congratulations on on as you wrap up geek by night and i'm sure you probably already have you've, you've recorded everything already probably
1: yeah um, been recorded for a while and uh, like you said it's being released early on the Patreon feed uh, which I think I'm not sure what the levels are on the I don't want to I don't want to say exact if you go to duelinggenre.com slash support um, that should take you to our Patreon information feed and that'll let you know like at what level the early release of Geek by Night is available but I, I don't want to say it's at the lowest level because I am not sure
0: yeah just Patreon will let you know. So, Patri- yeah, you go, the, go to Dueling <laughs> start by going to, to Patreon, and it'll yeah. let
1: you know. And never mind that part, when they're all done, they will be released to the general feed, to the public feed, and you won't need yeah. to pay for
0: them. Obviously, if you've been listening to Geek by Night uh, up until the final season, you probably know where to find the episodes. But if you haven't heard it yet, you can obviously, yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, the rest of the show is there, the reboot is there. You can start listening to it and just like you know there are the little in-between ep- interviews um after certain arcs you guys do kind of like a, a round table yeah uh, talk about the show so great insight about the creation of the show itself and you know insight with the with the cast and crew that creates it. And so just a magnificent show that dueling genre produces so all right, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at Minute. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.